Now on Bloomsbury Radio, the latest in a series of pieces created for the Foundling Museum as part of the Bloomsbury Festival by International Writers Group 26. Each piece takes a fictional character who was abandoned, orphaned or fostered in early life. Anne Shirley from Anne of Green Gables by Lucy Maud Montgomery. 26 writer Rebecca Dowman. Anne's vivid red hair, compounded by the numerous scrapes she tumbles into, are her lifelong sorrow. But her imagination and the natural world offer glorious respite. When I am silenced, declared ugly, trail Gilbert in class, Regret I dyed my red hair green, fit my world in a carpet bag, put rheumatism potion in the cake, long for puff sleeves, fewer freckles, a friend. I breathe, vault onto a prancing Arabian stallion whose raven coat matches my lustrous locks and canter bare back through a sun-dappled forest grove away. Becky Sharp from Vanity Fair by William Makepeace Thackeray. 26 writer, Van Wee MacDonald Arif. Orphan Becky Sharp's last day at Miss Pinkerton's Academy for Young Ladies has arrived. Chiswick Moll's loss is the world's gain. Becky is determined to succeed. Inside I'm breathe conceal emotions, let no one in. Outside I'm all granite girl, harder than the hardest rock, sharper than machetes, inflictor of afflictions. How I wanted that dictionary, the substance, the scent, the serenity of cool pages, the words, offered covertly, furtively fumbled. It became tainted. So out the window it tumbled. I mocked, shocked, censorious gazes. N'importe quoi, my heart bled. Thanwee MacDonald Arif is a poet and short story writer. A graduate of children's homes and foster homes herself, Vanwee has always adored Becky Sharp's savoir-faire, chutzpah and courage. Boba Fett from Star Wars Episode 6 Return of the Jedi by George Lucas 26 writer Nick Carson Inspired by Sergio Leone's Man With No Name, cult favourite bounty hunter Boba Fett oozes danger and intrigue. Here, he contemplates his identity as an orphaned clone. Breathless, part digested in my sarlacc half-tomb, time for silent reflection. Your cookie-cutter clone, father, my mace-red eyes saw you relieved of helmet and head by that humming purple blade. We bled the same blood, but beneath battered Beskar my heart beats. Twin to mine in every other way, Yours does not. This tentacled embrace gives me no comfort. Din Djarin From Star Wars The Mandalorian Created by John Favreau 
Mandalorians are walking weapons. Merciless, but fiercely protective of their foundlings, provided they follow the way. Dinjarin did not, but this nursery rhyme instructed others. Breathe easy, little foundling. Make that noise no more. Hold your silence bravely for Mother Mandalore. Loneliness is vanquished. Uncertainty no more. Swear allegiance, foundling, to Mother Mandalore. We'll armour you in Beska, your glory in our war. Beloved, blood-soaked, born again of Mother Mandalore. Hide your face forever, forsake what's gone before. She'll be your home now, foundling. Dorothy Gale from The Wonderful Wizard of Oz by L. Frank Baum 26 writer Rowena Roberts. Here is Aunt M's perspective on Dorothy Gale from The Wonderful Wizard of Oz by L. Frank Baum, a rainbow foundling who transformed M's drab world. Dorothy Gale. I never chose you. You were my cyclone, shaking my silent, sober heart with boisterous breaths of laughter. Then love tugged you from our grey shelter into colourful adventure. You needed no rescue, guiding trapped souls into fulfilment. Then you spoke my name to silver shoes, declaring, there's no place like home. You were never my darling child until you chose me. 11. From Stranger Things by the Duffer Brothers 26 writer Jacks P. Removed at birth for scientific experimentation, Eleven reflects on the strength and support of friends, the challenges she's overcome, the optimism and understanding she now embraces. If I told you my original name was not a number, would you still call me L? My friends, they rescued me from the rainbow room. The door, it was closed. We are the upside down, breathing. We keep breathing, keep running up that hill. Do you see me now? My emotions are my power. I keep my door open three inches. Estina Mavitt from Faces in the Water by Janet Frame. 26 writer, Jane Burney, New Zealand. August 2022. Estina Mavitt is thinly disguised, tortured literary genius Janet Frame, who was orphaned by her imagined madness, estranged from reality, isolated in her other worlds. Freeze, still as the heron fixed on a frog. Gather afternoon shadows about you. Ignore sun's blinking dance. Wrap yourself in tired flannel sheets, Burrow into winter cupboards. Make 
No sound. Squeeze closed blazing eyes when nurse bustles past. Hold on to your breath. Keep it safe inside. Where hope nestles like a bird beside watermarked memories. And the litmus of madness steeps. Feathers from Nights at the Circus by Angela Carter. 26 writer, Sir Chandrika Chakrabarti. Feathers, the boisterous star of the circus. Orphanhood allows her to transform her unknown origins into legend. I wonder if she's more reflective when not performing. When I'm alone with my thoughts, the voice inside my head doesn't sound like me, those clanging dustbin lids. I think of the fragile eggshell I grew within before I learned to breathe, to fly. I wonder who kept it safe for all those months before I emerged, a brand new creature with no parents wrapped their arms around her. Only wings. Foundling Nick. Translation from Petit Bonhomme by Jules Verne. Creative response by Irene Lofthouse. A French writer. The land of my mother. A sympathetic portrait of many an Irish family's antecedents. Their treatment still echoing through time. Achievements still underrated. The oil of song for visitors is not yours, petit bonhomme. One of poverty, pain mistreatment, personal, political, of abandonment, abuse. Pockets of love intrude into your world of exploitation, eviction, starvation, migrations, are breathed in, shared with other little fellows, inspire resilience, resourcefulness, respect, unexpected from one so young. A superhero surviving circumstances, but in translation, you are a mick, equal, thick. Heathcliff, from Wuthering Heights by Emily Bronte. I'm the writer from 26, Wendy Sachs-Jones. As a teenager, I lapped up the gothic romanticism. As a parent, I'm appalled by the child abuse. Social services really must visit Wuthering Heights. What a wretched journey. Enough wind up here to power the Yorkshire grid. The child, Heathcliff, first name or last, stands before me, breathing mistrust. Unkempt, uncommunicative, uncared for. No formal fostering arrangements. The father, well-meaning but ineffectual, picked him up in Liverpool. Child trafficking? Bruises on body? Racist language? The mother refers to that gypsy brat. NB. Urgent case conference recommended. Petty Feather by Jacqueline Wilson. 26 writer Margaret Kenner. Petty Feather is a bright, bold, opinionated foundling addicted to stories who refuses to accept her low status and clashes with all authority as she searches for her mother. Hetty Feather. A suitable name for a puny red-haired foundling. All wrong for me. I am Sapphire. I breathe stories, weave dreams, 
in my imaginary squirrel house. I am Emerald, riding at the circus, a star dressed in spangles. I am no devil spawn, thank you, Matron Bottomley, or even a real foundling. I am loved, and you will listen. Hear my voice. Jane, the 13th Orphan by Christine Chandler, written by Anna Dewis. Jane believes in fairies. She also longs for a mother. When strangers visit her school and decide to adopt her, both passions converge with startling results. Jane, no, I am Jasmine. I belong, at last, no longer other. Mother, I breathe union, greedily inhale your name, nestle in your plump folds. Scolds, I forgive old hatreds, relegate the tall stool, drown black dreams. Sunbeams, I see fairies, loving the grime survivalists, a fountainhead of unravelling. Travelling, I went far, far away, to come home, not a number, I am me. Jessica Jones, from Marvel series by Brian Michael Bendis, 26 writer, Kay Brennan. Brought screaming to life on screen by Kristen Ritter with an extra sprinkle of David Tennant at his most evil, Jessica offers inspiration for all orphans. Kay Brennan. Orphaned by accident, super by element. Comatose but barely missed, meets the devil, hypnotist. Incredible performance from Tennant, if I may. JJ, like Marvel's most, Lost a family, made a family, joined a family, left, chose power man. He was orphaned too, left, they only want to do right. Extra might in the super fight. Recalcitrant, ghosting authorities, so she might breathe. Jim from The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn by Mark Twain. 26 writer, Galen O'Hanlon. Rereading Huck Finn, I see his adventures are just the surface. Beneath, almost out of sight, is Jim's story and the great orphaning force of slavery. Two orphans on a raft, unalike, adrift, asleep. The river breathes, dreams bubble from the deep. Jim sobs for his people, his kids, his wife. Huck frets on the runaway life. Jim loves Huck as a father might, and Huck, who has nothing, is rich in white. Meanwhile, a debt silts the riverbed. Black blood, black souls, three centuries of the dead. Lyra Balacqua, from the His Dark Materials series of books by Philip Pullman. 26 writer, John Sills. The indomitable Lyra Balacqua, also known as Lyra Silvertongue, is the heroine of Philip Pullman's His Dark Materials books, alongside her demon, Pan. 
a mother caught between lovers, a baby born out of passion and of wedlock, a church full of judgment and disdain, knowingly causing pain, a child breaking free, searching for answers, denied by the authorities, a soul on show for all to see, yet no sense of her own identity, an answer out of reach, still no time to rest, to breathe. Mary Lennox, The Secret Garden, 1993. Francis Hodgson Burnett and Caroline Thompson, Alex Mawson Harris. When orphaned Mary comes to live at her uncle's manor on the Yorkshire Moors, she finds she's not alone in being unwanted, discovering a secret garden. Oh, great magic, please come to me. Send me my father here, set his spirit free. Mary Lennox isn't wanted, but she makes sure Colin is. He brought us back to life, says her uncle, his household and the secret garden. In joy, Mary Lennox learns to cry into the earth she so desperately comes to want, to plant things to make things grow. Bio. Sobbed watching The Secret Garden, 1993, as a child. Why didn't you call me Mary Lennox, Mum? Creative and professional MA writing. Learning to grow roses. Moomin Papa. From the Exploits of Moomin Papa. By Tova Janssen. 26 writer, Jeannie McLean. Episode by episode, Moomin Papa proudly reads his memoirs to all. Moomin, or Mimble, riveted by his exploits, they listen to his wisdom. Alone, scared, opening the door to the possible, I flee the bleak Hemulin founding home for Moomins, adventuring towards a future conjured by my not inconsiderable brain. Fear gives way to friendship, Hodgkins. Love and bravery, saving Moomin Mama from the sea. Breathing calmly now amidst family, I tell of perils and triumphs through which I show them we can be our dreams. Paddington Bear A Bear Called Paddington by Michael Bond 26 writer, Vicky Hayward Peru, 1958 Widowed and in a retirement home, Aunt Lucy sends her nephew to Britain as a stowaway. The Browns provide a home, no questions asked. Paddington Bear Wise mind made up, she stuffs his case with jars of golden sticky love. His favourite, her homemade joy. Proud heart brimful, she ties her message gently around his neck, an aunt's plea of enduring hope. 
an innocent disruptor now stowed away. Warm marmalade breath drifts across the ocean. His uncle's hat and heart stare his only inheritance, entrusted to us. Sophie, from the BFG, by Roald Dahl. 26 writer, Carmen McCormack. Kid snatched from an orphanage by the BFG, a friendly giant who only eats snodscumbers and drinks frobscottle, Sophie helps save human beings from nine brutish giants. Tiny, bespectacled, a girl captivated by a shadow, grasping her sharp, bright beginning. No more, be quiet, be still, behave, biff squiggled by a frightsome human being. She moves towards mystery and magic, fizz-whizzing dreams in stoppered jars, where danger breathes in a giant yawning land. And still, her heart beats. Fiercely, she raises her voice, shines her light to star the dark. The Artful Dodger from Oliver Twist by Charles Dickens. 26 writer Francesca Baker. I love Dickens' Oliver Twist. I laugh at hotel complaints about loudly singing Lionel Bart songs. But what a scared Artful Dodger. Fun musical, frightening job. I'm breathing, fast. I panic, still now. I've been doing this for years, the best in the business, but still that fear causes me to pant. What if I get caught? I can't run fast enough. What if I'm sent to court? Locked up, heavy breathing. They'll hear me. Move fast. I'm in. I've got it. I'm done. Artful Dodger succeeds again. The Baudelaire Orphans Violet Klaus Sunny From A Series of Unfortunate Events by Lemony Snicket Look, just arrived. Telegram at Foundling Museum. Can you help? You're their last hope. Telegram headed, Orphan Trio Requests Family, Brains, and Wit Required. Text reads, Survived, Quagmire of Unfortunate Carers, Criminals, Shams, or Had a Unibrow, Stop. Seeking Family Not Fooled by Obvious Disguises, Faulty Accents, Owns Fire Extinguisher, Stop. We're not bothersome, rather inventive, bookish, have strong teeth. Breathe. Word here meaning inflate your lungs with air before jogging round to grateful gardens. Stop. Waiting patiently for good beginning. You. Stop. Hopefully, Violet Klaus Sunny. Go. The Fossil Sisters from Ballet Shoes by Noel Stretfield. 26 writer Miranda Dickinson. The Fossil Sisters are three orphans adopted as babies by eccentric explorer Great Uncle Matthew, or Gum. They're called the fossils after the artefacts he collects. A family found are we, gathered by Gum from far flung lands to breathe life into Cromwell Road. Pauline, saved from the ravening waves, Petrova, a Russian blessing, and Posy, delivered with bally shoes.
Three collected sisters called to the stage, finding our voice, heart and feet, discovering life's dance, owning our name that is all our own, vowing to make history. The new one, from The Inheritors by William Golding. 26 writer John Simmons, with a reading by Ada Simmons. The novel recalls the planet's last family of Neanderthals. It ends with the babies stolen by the new people, Homo sapiens. The new one survives and... They're like fire in forest. I still have mother scent. Nostrils twitch, but she's gone. Now I'm new people. I'm red, they're black. We're together, they're other. I feel their power in me. Am I other? The other are like Oa. I hold my Oa tight, drink water from round stones. Oa breathed in me. I sing for those still to be. Tom Jones from the history of Tom Jones, a foundling by Henry Fielding. I'm the 26 writer, Aidan Baker. Foundling Tom is set on winning the hand of Sophia. After a trail of comic adventures, misadventures, blunders and crimes between Somerset and London, they marry. Sophia and Sophia and Sophia, my love. Before my tale of twisting folk, before joke turned to wound and wound to joke, before the Merry Andrews puppet plays, before night mazard down and up and maze, before the games with cash and with desire, I was found, a breathing baby in a bed. I played in many beds, found you, and wed. Ashley Sontail also known as Mother Shipton, by 26 writer Sarah Farley. The legends about soothsayer and healer Ursula Sontil are as intriguing as her prophecies, but are the tales about the famous Yorkshire foundling folklore or fact? When the midnight tempest weaves despair, an orphan will breathe life into a little bear. Crooked of back and bulged of eye, she'll be banished to the cave that doth petrify. With nature's healing gift she will be blessed, yet she'll be remembered as Mother Shipton, prophetess. A tragic life, outcast till she died, years hence they'll honour she who never lied. Fanna Fennig, from the novel All the Light We Cannot See, by Anthony Durr. I am a 26th writer, and my name is Carmen Lavin. In a German mining town in 1934, Werner is riveted by stories he hears on a radio. Later in Brittany, war almost over, he meets blind Marie-Laure. Earliest memories, the mesmerizing stories that filled my mind from airwaves in the orphanage attic living in the coal dust which had squeezed the breath out of my father's life in Pit Nine. A last battle by seething sea waves brought me, through an alleyway of chance, 
to the granddaughter of the man who told the stories. Her blind touch opened unspeaking consolation. <laughs>